so yeah, so I'm in, in Afghanistan in the summer of, of 2010 and I end up with a, with a, a team of recon Marines. And uh, this is just after kind of a, the, the big operation in Marja. And uh, we, we did the first pump we did with, uh, I did with those guys was out around Marja, kind of mopping up a lot of the Taliban that had fled after the big push through Marja. And uh, these real wild areas where the, you know, the people were just really being taken advantage of uh, by the Taliban. And, and I just, you know, tried to keep up with those recon guys, taking as many notes as I could and, and, um, and talking to as many villagers as, as I could and, and um, questioning and um, interrogating uh, the, any uh, Taliban that we captured. And, and they, they saw that I was ready to do the work and that I could keep up. And, and so they made me a permanent part of their team. And, after after Trek after Treknawa, we went into Sangin. That's really. I just want to make sure that people yeah. understand. Like the whole human intelligence mm. job is really you're you're the data collector. You're the person yeah. that's out in the communities, wherever it is you are, talking to people. So you've got to you've got to learn the language. Mm. You've got to learn probably like some of the slang to know like what these what you're hearing around you as you're, you're going through these, these communities mm -hmm. and you're, I would guess you're probably out there a lot during the day. So you're, you're easily seen. Yeah. Um, that's, it's a very different perspective that you hear from a lot of the stories that come back from Afghanistan where you, you hear about the operations taking place at night. I just want people to to know like that that human intelligence aspect is really so important because you were out there gathering the information to bring back to the unit um, so that they could put together those nighttime operations. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and that was that's a good point because I was kind of doing both. I was kind of this during the day, you know. Uh, if we happened to do a day patrol or just during the day when villagers were out walking around you know, whatever compound we were in for the, that time, you know, I was the guy. And if anybody walked up or if, it, or, you know, they, they would come talk to me. Um, so it was kind of this overt, yeah, like here, you know, go, go talk to Craig, you know, he's the Intel guy or he's the head guy. And, and then, um, at night when we would do night patrols, cause essentially what they like, what the recon guys like to do was take, we would take fire during the day, especially in Sangin. we would take fire all day. And they would keep track of where the fire was coming from. And then when the sun went down, we would put together a small team and we would patrol right into that area, wherever we were getting shot at from that day. And, um, and then, and, and it, I found, we found that it was the people that we came across villagers at night. They were more likely to talk to talk to us at night than they were during the day. Um, Cause they felt safer for them. And so I got some of my best information at night, but we were just knocking on doors. We were, we were, even if we knew there was a, you know, a Taliban, even if we got a tip from a villager that there was some Taliban fighters in a house, we would just walk up and knock on the door, um, you know, and see what they did. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was, it was like, I kind of, I wore a lot of hats. Um, sometimes I was just listen, you know, to, to, to the two Afghan uh, farmers kind of fight about land or, 
you know, or a well that they shared or, you know, something like that and, and just kind of let them air out their grievances. And, um, and, and when it came, when it came to the language, I learned, you know, very quickly that I was only going to be able to really pick up bits and pieces. I mean, they took us to some language courses, but they were very much more cultural courses, which I think was smart because the Pashtun is just, even the, the, the dialect in, in Helmand is, is like, you know, uh, hard for people from the other parts of Afghanistan to, to, to pick up. And, and, um, I had some incredible interpreters that I, I got really close with. And, and so for me, it was, I was able to, to, yeah, like focus on some of the slang or keywords or things that guys said. And then I would maybe ask a follow-up question if they said something about that. And then I could also, their, their body language is incredible. The way they, they tilt their heads and use their hands um, and their eye contact, like the sincerity in their communication. A lot of times I'd end up holding hands with them while we talked, wow. you know, and, and that it was just incredible to make that connection. Um, and I really valued that time, um, with the people there. And, um, yeah, so it was, it was just this kind of total immersive situation where I mean, I, even during the day, um, yeah, I would, t- I would, I would drop my guard, you know, I would put my weapon down and take my helmet off and, my body armor if we were there long enough and, and, um, you know, really connect with, with people. And, and I like to think that it, you know, it saved, saved lives. It saved Marines lives and Afghani people's lives too. Um, cause they would show us where the IDs were and stuff like that. Thanks for listening to Pelham Place. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and please rate and review the show wherever you choose to listen. You can find me on social media at Pelham Place Show or email me at Pelham Place Show at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and be safe.